Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, uh, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Diddy San Diego, <laughs> AKA, a.k.a. him over there. And to my left, I have a special guest. Is it special? Oh, it's always special. All right. It's your girl, Alex, a.k.a. Ali Nicole, a.k.a. Ali, are you okay? Because this weekend was long. Oh, child. <laughs> oh, child, the liquor. <laughs> this mm. weekend was long. So I'm pretty sure alcohol poisoning. Yeah? Okay. So by Sunday, my body <laughs> was, like, my whole body was sore. I don't know how I got here. I don't know how I got there. I don't know how I got anywhere. Like, oh, man. I don't remember Sunday. Um, so Saturday, House of Balloons. First of all, Let's, we gotta like see. So we it started with us last Monday. Yeah, we've last, been kicking it strong for a week, Cal. Last Monday, Cincinnati Burger Week. Right, and so we so we talked about yeah. So last Monday, you know, I saw you. We had that. We had the Finessa Finessa story. Finessa Finessa. You know, our out of town friends. You got any update on our out of town friends? Oh, do I have a story for you, friend? Oh man, I love song. Oh, and so then Tuesday we recorded, and then then left after that. Linked up Wednesday. We pulled Wednesday. I saw you again. Um, I think Thursday we took a break. Thursday we took a break. You know, you got to give friendships breaks. Yes. You have to. Uh huh. And then Friday. Friday was House of Balloons. So I didn't know I knew so many sensitive ass cancers. I love y'all though. Like, there's clearly a special place in my heart for y'all. Um, because I know a lot of you and you had me drinking a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to get drunk, but not this drunk. So, yeah, so Friday's House of Balloons. Like, again, Clearly, you know, I know a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all had birthdays like that weekend, this week. That week, y'all been kicking it all week. And and because of who I am as a person, I you know wanted to help celebrate. I am gonna partake in the function. You know, just as a as a friend. You know, you gotta support the movement. So shout out to SB, that whole house balloons. Bandcamp, you know, it got hot at Celestials, and Bandcamp always seems to lose his shirt at these events, and I'm always within eyesight. And I just appreciate the blessing, sir. <laughs> I thank you. The oh. world thanks you. Oh, man. And so, like, so, House of Balloons started a weekend of just... Trash. Yeah. Like, pure, unadulterated fuckery. So... Our favorite cancer had a birthday. Shout out to the birthday girl. And she's a bully. If you ever drink with her. Oh, like she's yeah. a bully. Jade Jade will when when Jade has alcohol in her system or alcohol is present, and if you're not drinking she's gonna fast make enough, you not, not even if you're not drinking if you're not drinking fast enough for her. You know, excuse me, you're babysitting that. Why do you not have a cup? Um, ma'am. And she's like, Jade, Jade, I am actually pacing myself, you punk-ass, weak-ass bitch. Like, Jade is a bully. So, yeah. Just so happened to be with her. I saw a pregame with her. First mistake. First mistake. First mistake. First mistake. Pregame with her at House Basquiat and killed a half a bottle of Duce out the door. Second mistake. Second mistake. 
Then we get to the function. And of course, it's her birthday. So shots. Third mistake. You know, when I knew the night took a turn was when, you know, the champagne came. And champagne drunk is a whole other monster. Champagne, man, champagne drunk will make you feel like you in a matrix. Dog, I mean, like, bed spins, head spins. One of our friends might not make it. She didn't. Shout out to her. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. You know, that was our first casualty of the weekend. And then a day camp series. It rained on us Saturday. So, of course, we were inside um, Treehouse OTR Live area, which is actually a pretty dope setup. And yeah, and so, so I, so, like, for me, it was so Friday, like, I had to decide, like, all right, am I drinking? Am I not drinking? You know what I mean? Because it was like, because it was like, again, I think Burger Week and the fact that, like, again, I had like mad burgers. You know what I mean? Like, because it was five dollars, like, nigga, like, and so that was a lot of red meat for me in one week. I my so, stomach hated me. And so by the end of the, by, by Friday evening, my stomach was like, nigga, what are we doing here? Like, what's up? Like, you you wilding. But you can't eat, like, a salad on liquor. Like, you need something heavy enough to absorb that shit. So you literally ate, like, trash for a week. And so so, and so, and then I was like, all right, cool. Like, I, I, I felt, I didn't feel 100%, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to chill. I'm just going to sip, whatever. But again, because of who my friends are. Oh, there's no such thing as sipping in this group. You don't sip. And, you and throw then, that shit back and order another round. And then, so then, it wasn't even Jay. It was like, it was, shout it was to, all of us. Not, it was like, shout out to my homie Mo. He, like, he, pull, he, I, he pulled up, and he was just like, where your, he was like, where your drink at? And I was like, fam, I just got in the, I just got in the I function. I just got here. He was like, and? and? <laughs> so then, next thing you know, he, he, he grabbed me around. So, you know, if you... If you buy me around, I'll buy you around. I'm and not, going I'm, shot for shot all night. You know what I'm saying? So then... I don't know who was in more pain this weekend. My liver or my bank account. Because I checked my statement. <laughs> like, Child. Monday morning. Me, no, and I was no. doing transfers. <laughs> to like, girl. No, no listen. Girl. I, when I tell you, I checked my account Monday morning and almost threw up. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, 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 put it like, like, the student loan people, y'all just, listen. Y'all get it in blood. Eh. <laughs> y'all can we, get it in we, blood. We, we, they gonna get it in blood anyway. Because so, according to Sally May, I haven't had a job in three years. Mm. Vanessa, we gonna do what we gotta do. Listen, but so, so then, so, so Friday, so that is just, chapter, next thing you know, I'm going, we go back, brown for round, like, people just, like, I drink, like, I know I have, like, at least five to six drinks. I spent a total of six dollars <laughs> because you drank like a woman this weekend. Bro, a total of six dollars because it was like the one round I did buy. Shout out to Shorty. Shorty did just charge me for one. She charged me for both. And then whatever she's looking out or she fucked up. I'm not when when God you had puts a, a finesseful night too. When God puts a blessing in your life, you don't question it. You, you don't question you accept that. it and move on. So yeah, it was like all right. So then. So, I don't get to go back home until mad like, and so but then I go home, I pass out. I don't I don't get up the next morning until two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So then Saturday, there's this beer Olympics. My homie, shout out to homie Torian. Um, he hit me. We said, hey, I need this person for this beer Olympics. It's like, all right, bet. I agreed before I knew how my Friday night was gonna be. Yes, last that that the previous night. 
And so we do we we and we go as Team Wakanda. Oh yeah. Cause 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 that niggas. black shit. Cause niggas. Mind you, me and Torian end up being two out of like maybe your three black people at this event because it's his homie and his homie's white. And so it was mad just mad white people. And so I knew we was in for some shit. Uncomfortable drinking around. I'm sorry, for me, I do not drink around too many white people. Not because like you know, they will buy the liquor, but that's the thing. They will. Oh, I've never seen a white man at the bar who wasn't over intoxicated. So, no, mm-mm, cautious. White, white, white people, when they get drunk, they're either generous or racist. They, white people. They were racist before they got drunk. That liquor just in, but they, an but, extra emboldened food. But, but they'll either be like, hey, man, you look sober, dude. Like, and just like mm-mm. start getting you liquor or say some shit and you're like, Ugh. and so, man, we pull up. Mind you, there's mad Papa John's pizza at this spot. Nope. That's your first sign. (laughs) At this moment is when you knew you fucked up. Mad Papa John's. And we we look at each other, me and Tori, like, should we feel such a Because it was like, it wasn't like, uh, it it was mad (laughs) Papa John's pizza. Better food, better pizza, nigga. (laughs) Like, real real, real ingredients, real niggas, like Papa John's. Nigga, I'm like, what the? So we already look at each other like, fam, all right. And so this Beer Olympics is just like a rotating schedule of drinking games, team-oriented drinking Mm-mm. games. Fam. Actually, anybody who went to Wright State um, circa 2010, 2011, they know who's the nicest on the beer pong table. I'm pretty sure my picture is hung up somewhere in the house of Go Mob. <laughs> like, they know what time it is. So, so we're talking beer pong. Survivor flip cup, so survivor flip cup, but mm-hmm. like nor, nor, yeah, it's like normal flip cup. Except if your team lose, it's four on four. Y'all just vote somebody off the island, and y'all go again. But y'all still have four cups to drink. Now you only have three people to do it, so somebody got to double up. Oh no! And then if you vote somebody off the island again, now it's two, two people still four cups. Vote somebody off the island again, now it's one person, but they you still got four cups. So you get down to a point where you just drink, flip, drink, flip, bro. And it was best two out of three. That's a long day, Kyle. Long day. So then I get, and mind you, it's raining. So rain, it's rain. So like by the time I get home, I'm soaked. But I get soaked. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to be cool. No. Our SB hit me like, where you at, nigga? I'm like, nigga, you still alive for a day party? Like, I thought you was, I thought you would, would be dead. He, so Saturday at, what was it? The day camp. Um... I suck at cornhole. Let's start there. I, I beasted um, at cornhole for my team at Beer Olympics, so. But if you, anybody watched my story this weekend, okay. You would think that, like, me and Jade were, like, we, we go together. We do not. It's just more comfortable for me to dance with a girl than it is, like, one of you fuckboys who doesn't know how to not put your dick in my back. As Like, please, like, that's, ugh. And, like, I'm always super awkward when I get hit on. I don't like it. Like, I don't know how men approach me. I have no idea how, like, I don't even know how I got married because I hate women approach me. I absolutely, it makes me cringe. It makes me, like, I, uh, it makes me feel awkward, especially if I'm not interested in said man that approaches yeah. me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just help. So, yeah. Um, day party was cool. I had a blast. Um, but Sunday, I don't, it was something in the air about Sunday that just did not, <laughs> I just knew 
So mind you, Sunday. So like my so mm-hmm. after so after so so mind you, back to Saturday real quick. Cause he hit me. I'm thinking this. I'm like I'm surprised you're still alive. Cause I know how he is. Like you're still alive. Oh shit. So he hit me like, hey nigga, bring your ass. So you brought that ass. All right, cool. End up in all places, privilege. Oh, honey, the couches ain't even white no more. Couches off white. Couches tan. Mm. Couches gray. Couches whatever. It started off. They as about white. as black as the studio. Mm-mm. And so, who tried the ghetto? But yeah, so like you know, I'm with them, ch- kicking, chilling, it kicking, and then I wake up. I wake up like slightly hungover Sunday. Slightly, I because woke you know, up sh- 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 shout out to PD Light, shout out to B Complex, and shout out, and shout out to shout out to Headache Medicine. You t- listen, I'm not new to this. Is that a I'm, cocktail? I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. Listen, I know, like, because I don't do hangovers. I don't do that shit. No. So I know, usually, if I am if I am cognizant enough to remember before I go to sleep, I know, all right, because it's all about hydration. You know, get some, be complex before you start drinking. PD light after you start drinking. And, if, and just in case, if you feel like you don't wake up in the morning with a headache, you take two headache pills before you go to sleep. Knock that shit right the fuck out. Because I don't do hangovers. Not anymore. I'd be a cr- you know what Sunday I was cranky as hell because I had a tension headache for malnutrition and over alcohol consumption. Exactly. So and then so yeah, I'm not doing that. And shit. then I realized the only time I had like a full blown meal because we didn't wake up in enough time for-, for food. So we ate at the day party, then we ate at the brunch, and that was it for both days for the most part because we were drinking and then. Because of how much we're drinking, you're not realizing how hungry you are. Because you're full because of alcohol. And then there's so much, like, so we ended up snacking here and there. It was just never a full, like, let's go eat and make sure that we do this properly. Like, you know, 26, 27-year-olds. Like, you know, people who have been drinking for a while. No, we did this shit like amateurs this weekend. And so, and so then Sunday comes and, like, mind you, I even go, I went to church because I knew I was like, I need to get one. You're going to be sitting in that church tomorrow like Boonk and Hennessy. That's not cool. Oh, no. I, you got to make sure you take, you know, you f- make sure you take a shot. You got to make sure you good for the for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? But then, so, I, so, I, so then I, and I knew it was bad because I'm in church and people are hitting me like, where are you? Where Bedside are you? Baptist is where, where like, I resided. Like where, like, where are you? Where you at? Bro, telling me to bring my ass, I'm in church. I'm mm-hmm. like, so then I pull up, shout out to Chef now. Um, I pull, oh, her food bangs. But I pull up, she only got grits left, and it's like maybe 2.30. And I had some of the barbecue shrimp and grits, smashed it. And so then, oh, yeah, you and Jay was acting, y'all did some dumb shit. Because it was like, because <laughs> it was, you know, drinking Jay, Jay, it's actually Jay's official, official, official birthday. That Sunday, shout out to her. And so and then next thing you know, Jay pull up, so Jay pull up on me after I, you know, I buy a shot. They pull up on her. She was like, yeah, just took this edible. I'm like, beloved. And I'm just like, and I'm like, like, it, like from, so, it was like from somebody that, I, did y'all know that mother? Yes, don't put that out there like that. I'm asking because she didn't know. She you know who that man was. You have to take that out. All right, we'll edit that out. But like, she, she, they, so y'all, so y'all drunk and high. I'm like, oh. It was an accident. You know, sometimes accidents happen. It was just like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. And then. So by Sunday, I'm just I'm chilling in the corner, minding my own business, and then because the thing is, since 
in Cincinnati, when you mind your own business and you stay somewhere for mm-hmm. too long of a time, people like to make their own stories as far as why you're over there. So the part that kills me about that, because that's what we were on. We had pulled up. Um, we pulled up kind of early. Um, we grabbed our food. We sat in a corner. We were just drinking our mimosas and enjoying company, like mm-hmm. just talking. And folks thought like we were just being standoffish. Part of it is that we were still I was still fucked up. I had a headache the majority of Sunday. And then Jade was like, okay, let me rewind. Before we left the house on Sunday, we still had, we bought two bottles of Douce for the weekend. Mm-hmm. We had a whole second bottle we needed to finish. So we started Saturday before the day party. Yeah, I know, Calvin. I know. And then we had a half a bottle on Sunday we needed to finish. I was hungover. So my alcoholic-ass family told me. You just have, have it all. If you you got to take a shot of whatever you was, you was drinking the night before to kind of help you ease on down. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay. So I took the first shot, and my headache was like, okay, cool. So I took another shot, and then there was no more headache. So then I walked outside, and that sun hit me. Bow. Like, I'm getting beat up. Oh, no, that's the sun was whooping somebody's ass. This weekend. Oh, yeah. I got my ass toe up this weekend. So I'm sensitive to light. I grab my shades. I'm not realizing, like, at this point I have vertigo. <laughs> like, I'm dead. Out here in the fucking matrix. Yeah. I, I don't know where I was, how I was. I think I left the function around, like, 6.30 on Sunday because dead. I need to sleep, hydration. I need to Jesus. Um, a prayer, saints, if you got one. I could still use that prayer, actually. Big facts. Um, you know, payday's not till Thursday. Mm. This account was like, girl, you know better. Do better. Like, you know how, like, because I have some of these money alerts, like the, like the Mint app or the Clarity Money app. It's like, hey, like, you you know, check your weekly spending. Fam, it just sent me an alert like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> With a side eye emoji, nigga. Nigga, you know better. And, and, and like, it was, just, it's, it was just funny for me because it was like, Overall, a solid weekend. Solid weekend. Solid Overall, weekend. a very solid weekend. And then me and you, we we was like, we're not, we're don't invite me out during the week. Don't. I put that PSA out on what was it yesterday? Actually, it would irony because you know me, um, I'm the queen troll. You can't troll the troller, okay? So I put a picture out of me drinking, asking y'all not to invite me to go drinking because I need y'all to look. I need you to be very clear that I have a problem. Okay, and the first step to help is admitting you have one. I, Alex, have a drinking issue. I'm not going to say it's alcoholism because we're not there yet. Okay, I can go to work sober. <laughs> I feel like the moment that I stop going to work sober is the moment That's that. That's the moment you got to Yeah, you like it's time to talk. It's time to talk. It was like, yeah, it was like stop inviting me out for things because I'll say yes. I'm going to say yes. I don't know how to say no. I don't. And then I had somebody ask me like, well, where is your child? Aren't you a mother? <laughs> you are hiding a child. I'm hard, yeah, I'm hiding Braylon from the world. <laughs> hiding the world from Braylon. So, um, I was like, did you just call me a Debbie? Really? <laughs> you know, like you, you, you need all the smoke from Bella. I do. Like, bro, you can't like came at me. Don't you have a child? I said, yeah, I know where mine is. Where's yours? Oh, crap. this is why um, I don't have a child. Can't even put it on. But no, Braylon spends the summers with his dad, mm-hmm. which is perfect because I get to be a deadbeat during the summer. He gets to be, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. He gets to do him throughout the school year, whatever that means. Shout out to y'all. Rain that back Rain in. That, we have to wheel that back in because he's not a deadbeat. He does what he can, what he can. And I understand people's wheelhouses, and that's not yours. And it's fine. 
be you know be blessed and highly favored in all aspects of what you do okay yeah but um so no that i was just like okay all right which actually brings me to my next point what, what what's stressing you out what's your stress oh uh, shit a lot man first and foremost my bank account my bank account out here <laughs> looking at me and flipping me the fuck off and so but then also we're like oh shit i need groceries oh shit i'm still loan payment Oh shit! Do get a you do? Oh fuck! Ah! And oh wait, nigga, you get paid on Friday, nigga. This is Monday. We still have a whole week to get through, okay? <laughs> so that's one thing. Secondly, man, Bur- I looked at myself at the Burger Week and was like, all right, nigga, it's time. We gotta get you it's back time. on this diet. We gotta get you back, like eating right. And like for me, you know, because obviously, you know, what I'm saying like eating right and working out is it's always a, it's a constant struggle. You know, you have good weeks, bad weeks, good days, bad days, whatever the case may be. Um, the the irony is like one of my fr- one of my friends who's like be will be the motherfucker who be like, hey, like you know, so like trying to like push me into the gym, like in his in his way of encouraging was because his way of encouraging is reminding you like, hey, nigga, like you fat as fuck, you got you looking bad, my nigga, but you. Know, but it also be the same nigga be asking me about like Taco Tuesday and cute, like, you know, like but calories, ho. <laughs> and I'm like. I'll be looking at him like, you be telling me about these things while we out drinking. <laughs> it's like, it's like you, the, you the firefighter and arsonist, nigga. Like, what are we doing here? Help me out, Frank. What are we doing here? So, like, that, this, this, and I think I went hard because this job has been stressing me out a little bit because I'm a huge, see, my, my philosophy is I might plan on getting paid how, the most I can and doing the least amount of work. Facts. Because work smarter. Not harder. Come on, somebody. And delegation is the key to success. So, I am getting real comfortable with telling people, that's not my job. <laughs> but they're not getting real comfortable with accepting the fact Yeah, that folks. Because uh, if I was your manager, I'd be irritated with you. Because, but here's the thing. I got, is my manager's cool with it. It's more so, it's like, it's like a collaboratory type of thing where people... They have expectations for me to be their lackey or for me to be their secretary, and I'm like, and I I often check like, yo, is this in the scope of my responsibility? Because if it is, I'll do it. Like if if it's yeah. my if, if it's a part of my if people job, are like, it's one thing to be the delegate tour, it's a one it's another thing to be the delegatee. <laughs> like, and we no. not rolling, <laughs> not uh uh-uh. uh, because here's the thing: you could delegate shit to me. That's part of my actual job. Was when you just delegate the shit you don't want to do. We have, mm, yeah, I have issues. It's one, and then to not make it seem like it's optional. Yeah, it was more, or one of the things was like you try to make somebody feel bad when they say like, "Nah, fam, this ain't this ain't that. This ain't that, right?" So I've had a lot of that this week here, and so that's also been a little bit of a stressor. But I'm thankful I have a job to go to. Yeah, that part. So you know, take good with bad. But yeah, what about you? What's what's on your mind? What's what's stressing you? What's out? the stress? Um. So last episode, I talked about riding horse, and I don't put timelines on anything because it's really none of y'all business. But um. I, okay, I understand now what my single girlfriends have been talking about when they talk about Cincinnati men, and it's a particular different brand of fuckboy. I get it now. Like I like I did before I didn't really understand because I was like, Oh, I'm married and those aren't my issues and I'm so glad I'm not single sounding like a real pick me and we'll get there. We'll we'll get there because you don't believe me in I don't. We'll get there though. So 
Um, now that your girl is like, I'm not dating. I won't say that. Um, because I mean, that take requires effort and I'm very self-aware. So I know what I have the capacity to and to not handle. And I can't handle dating seriously at all. And any man that I've met since like I've opened myself up to being available, I've explained to him what my expectation is. I'm looking for companionship. Just be my friend. Just be my roly. Let's take a couple trips. Let's let's go out to dinner. Let's hang out and do nothing. Um, let's go to the park. I love a good non-money spending ass date. You don't have to spend a thousand dollars on me to make me feel special. It looks good, but you, you, ain't, gonna say, you ain't gonna say no. I mean, I ain't gonna say no, but you don't have to. What I enjoy most is like a good conversation. I mean, if I literally those memes of folks like with vacuum cleaners on the wall while you lay in the bed talking about some uh, if we not talking on the phone like this I don't want it that is me I'm saying I love caking like bro have you ever caked on top of the refrigerator <laughs> cake <laughs> last night listen I'm cake so either. hard cake so hard you sitting on top across the washing machine. I, maybe I'm five two, so like, but like, cake so hard you end up walking around the block. You got your steps in for the day. Man, no, nah, I, I think the only time it was like you, 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 you it's like them conversations where you're like, nigga, we've been talking for three hours. What the fuck? I, you, exactly. At last, there was a conversation I was having with another like strictly platonic friend of mine, and we were on the phone for hours, and I forgot that girl. You actually have things to do, but. It was, that, that, that happened to me. Um, happened to me recently. But it's the fact of the matter that like I enjoy a good conversation, and how else do people expect to know somebody without actually setting aside time to do that? Talk to me. I want to talk to you. And then the weird thing about Cincinnati men is that they, it's y'all. There's so much attachment to hard titles. A lunch date is Calvin. You and I dated all last week. I saw y'all ass every day last week. I probably saw you more than I saw my own damn bed last week. So that was a date, but you and I are strictly platonic, and that's okay. And I think the moment that I approach a man, I'm like, hey, let's go to lunch. Let's have a lunch date. Oh, oh, well, what's a lunch date? Or can you just pull up on me? You have to make it sound, and I think we talked about this before, but it's this, this necessity to reinforce the fact that we're not more than just what we already are. And then... You have also have an expectation of sleeping with me. So I don't, you know, like it, it's awkward and it's unnecessarily awkward. So the pain in my ass is dealing with like the quote unquote, like single scene in Cincinnati. And I just realized that maybe it's me. Maybe I just don't have the patience for it. Maybe I'm not ready, which is a lot of that as well. But it's weird. It's so weird. And I just decided that I don't I don't have the patience for the games. I, my head, because I'm real, I'm a cut to the chase type of girl anyway. Mm-hmm. So feeling like I have to finesse my way into male attention is beyond me. And I just, I just can't do it. So I don't think you have to, I don't think you have to, I don't think anyone has to finesse their way into male attention. I think they have to finesse, not, okay, it's more so as like, the type of attention that you want. Yeah, like the gameplay, like the cat and mouse shit that you have to do in order to let a, let a man know that you're interested but not too interested so you don't come across thirsty, but then I don't want to come across uninterested, so what's the right balance amount of int- I'm not doing all of that. Bro, that, that is literally like Albert Einstein level arithmetic I don't have in me. Okay, if I want your time, I'm going to ask for it. And if you want to take that as anything, take that past face value, that's on you. And I have no problems reestablishing any boundaries you're confused about. Like, 
I'm very transparent, but I don't. It, it, it's just way too much effort. It's and, way. And for me, because I, I mean, I've had that issue with with Cincinnati women. You know, it's like the whole like, oh well, we do X, Y, and Z, so we go together type shit. No, no. I had a man get offended with me because we slept together, and I got up and grabbed my clothes and left. And then he texts me the next morning like, oh, leave the money on the dresser, why don't you? And I'm like, dog, this ain't my bed and I cannot sleep here. I think I think, I think a lot of it is people don't have an issue with what's said. They have an issue with how it's said, right? So, for, so like, for, I've had, I've done that to people. I've, and it's been done to me where it's like, all right, bet I'm still, I still have enough energy to drive home or, hey, uh, I got an early morning. I got early, t- and I don't. Re- I can't really sleep well with somebody like in my bed. Like, but but you know, I think a lot of the time is like I struggle with trying to like. I try to like say, say things in a way that won't get someone mad, but and then so when I try when I take the effort to try to like put the <laughs> put the put the medicine in the candy. And you still get mad, and I'm like, "Well, fuck!" I'm about, you know. What I'm I saying? think here's the part for me, and this is where you and I are always going to differ. I'm very careful. I'm I am emotionally conscious of what I try to be emotionally conscious of what I'm about to say, how it's about to come out of my mouth. But I also need to make sure I make I get my point across. So sometimes I do have to separate your emotional reaction to what I'm about to say because I'm not necessarily responsible for your you reacting to what I say but I am responsible for how I communicate to you so especially with men and and the need for thicker lines specifically when we're talking about sexual arrangements I'm very clear about like okay okay and then also for my own like sanity and mental stability I have to separate like my sexual life from me wanting to be intimate so for me, staying the night and cuddling and waking up with you is very intimate. And I haven't figured out a way to like have both without creating like false emotional attachment. Right. So it's just about keeping myself in check in that moment because I'm also a firm believer that I'm not going any farther than where a man wants to go. Because that's when you get in too deep or out too far and he not feeling you like that. But now here you are ready to buy flowers and propose. And and, and, and then when you get hooked up that you're not my girl. girl and you want to act all hurt. And then you want to fight somebody. Right. And so no. for me, a lot of it comes down to, I mean, this is a hallmark communication. So I'm, I, I'd rather over communicate than under communicate. I'd rather communicate to the point where, all right, nigga, like I get it. Versus yeah. under communicate and then like. You know, you're trying to figure out, I don't want you to, I don't want you to ever question where you stand with me. And so, Facts. And, and and for me, a lot of the time, I get fucked up because, and my homies have to tell me this, both male and female, like, because, just because we're just fucking, right? Or just because we're just doing whatever, I still treat you like a, like a nice person because I, I would want to be treated as such. Right. Like, like, me, you know what I'm saying, like, if you pulling up on me, me asking you, hey, like, do you want some food? Like, do, do you want something to eat? It's more so it's like, because I, I know I'm hungry, but and my, I don't want to eat in front of you and be rude. But, but my guy friends would do that. But I guess I'm used to being surrounded, and I've always tried to surround myself by men who are going to take care of me regardless of our relationship. Because they know that Alex is going to take care of them because it's platonic and because you're a human being. I, If I'm talking to a guy, if I'm sleeping with a guy, right, and I see him out and about, 
and he does not at least say say hello to me while we're out, don't it's that unnecessarily secretive shit that like because now you're being rude. You didn't even acknowledge I was in the room Babe, because you I, out I, here I've finessing waved, for more hoes. I've waved high to somebody I, I was involved in while I was on a date with someone else. Exactly <laughs> like, because like, it's not it's, that deep. And the thing is, she like she, she like she waved high me. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like. I'll like I'll, I'll like I'll like speak to you because part of it, part of it is sometimes you gotta hide in plain sight because Facts. if you treat if if I treat everyone publicly like I speak to everybody I may get drinks for you know if you if I feel not, I may get drinks or I, we just kicking it we vibing whatever with everybody then because Cincinnati is a bunch of nosy ass people don't no one can. Be like, I think he's fucking or gauge that, that energy. Yeah, like, the other part about it is fucking rude because now you're gonna and I'm pretty sure after tonight or whenever we're done with whatever function we're at or whatever situation, you're gonna, you gonna hit me up and then I'm gonna have to cuss you out not only on this phone call but when I pull up because now I'm gonna come get some dick but I'm also gonna cuss you out <laughs> and we're gonna be real. Get a dick with a side of argument, <laughs> Bruh, And first of all, you run, I might listen. You know, nail her. Okay. So I, I'm not about to sit here and play with you or play with myself. And I would fuck you, and that would be the last time you saw my ass. I don't tolerate disrespect. I don't take disrespect in anything, in any form, very well. So I just know how to move around you. And I will move around you. And I, I just, and I think also, I think sometimes we have a false sense of ownership. Like, hey, like, just because we, we've had sex don't mean you own anything. Listen, and it's a lot of y'all men that be out here with that's your hoe. That's my hoe, too. Speaking of which. Bring it, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring got it. a question for you. What's up? Have you and one of your homeboys ever, like, tagged the same woman and found out about it? Yeah. How was y'all reaction? Um, generally, it's not, it's never, ne- it's not, ne- it's nothing negative. It's more so, it's like, it's, it depends on how, me personally, let me speak on me, how I find out. If mm-hmm. I find if I find out, it depends on like who the woman has yeah. the potential to be to me. Okay. Um, because if like I've had some, I've had a shorty tell me like, hey, FYI, like the homie, the homie like me and him had some. I, I wanted to let you know so you're aware of the situation. I respect that. If that's if if but if I you know have a certain mindset like okay, I'm really feeling her. And you, we, you know, you fuck my homie, and you know, like the track that we're coming, coming towards, and you don't tell me, and he tells me, I feel, I've been, I'm feel, gonna feel some, I'm feeling some other way because, like, don't have me out here looking stupid as an African American proverb. Don't have me out here looking <laughs> stupid. But if it's somebody that, like, you know, it's just it's real casual, I don't expect you to tell me. It's more, I don't expect you. It's more so, and like, if 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 he tells me. That may not that may not even stop me from like continuing this thing with you. It's just I it's I want to be aware. That's so with women, I, I don't believe in fighting over boys. I'm never you can't fight over. I'm not fighting over boys. I have been in one too many situations with my homegirls or my best friends where we did you know we done became Eskimo sisters, and I had a recent situation and I would just like I had to laugh about it. Because, A, I was so blindsided by it. I was like, bro, I would have never guessed. So, shout out to y'all for keeping that shit low. But even, like, nobody knew who anybody was to each other in the situation. Which, until Shorty saw Shorty, we were out together. 
And then Shorty's energy, like, he got completely flabbergasted. Like, oh, I didn't know y'all bitches knew each other. Oh, that, that that will happen, too? That, listen, because it's different. Okay, so the energy is different when you and your homie find out you, you fucked the same girl versus when you walk in and you find out two people that you fucked know each other and are like, Kiki, I like low key. Like I, I lost, I lost, I lost a girl like that because I was trying to like. This was back in my younger days, you know, where I was a little had a little less coof, a little less, a little less sense. Less coof than this, <laughs> nigga. Yes, um, and it was like, but again, it was serial dating. Like it was more so. It was like it's dating without commitment. Like I never made a, I never made a commitment to either person. So we're just kind of like. Doing your thing. Doing your thing. And then when I started, they didn't know each other. But then they suddenly wanted to become fast-ass friends. Like, fast friends. And then I remember, like, I remember finding out, like, wait, y'all went to, y'all went to the movies? Y'all doing all this? Together? Oh, y'all dating. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and my, because my mind is like, well, shit. Like, because I, I never want to, you never want to, like, I say attack as a bad word, but you ever want to be involved with two two friends in the same circle uh, intentionally? Oh no! So me and my Eskimo sister <laughs> at this point, we I, like I had to have a sidebar with her because I don't do awkward energy. If there, if I know there's something on the table we need to address, oh sis, come here. We gonna let's ha- let's have this sidebar right now. So I need to know where you stand. You need to know where I stand. Maybe that's just my Aries energy. But no, like, that's, that's, yeah. I need. I can't walk around. I can't ignore a problem. You, you don't walk around on eggshells. I don't, and I got too much of a mouth to not have to say. No, I need to say something to you and not say it to you. Um. So yeah, me and her sidebarred about it, and we. She was just like, "Well, I didn't. That's not anybody I was checking for anyway. It kind of just happened." D is great. He has a trash personality or whatever. And I was just like, girl, same. I was like, so which day of the week is yours? Because I need to make sure we're not crossing paths. Right. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to like, like, you know, if um, Thursday heard that, you don't want to pull up. Exactly. On. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can, let's get set a schedule. So, because I think men, once y'all find out y'all screwing the same girl, y'all don't stop screwing the girl. I've never heard of two men knowing that they smash the same girl and be like, bruh, so which one of us is going to quit her? No. If especially if the girl does not know, y'all keep fucking her. So at this point, we were just like, so do you want him? I was like, no, not really. Not not and see, that, serious. That, and that's a conversation that we, that's a conversation that is had. It's more so like, all right, like, do you care about her? Like, so like, where your heart at with this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like if you, cause cause like And we're both like dating other people. Yeah. Ugh, that word. But we're yeah. both seeing other people. So this situation was one of those like I call, it's available, I go, I come, literally. So, and I'm in and out, like, burgers. So, it's not that, it was not a big deal. Because it's not that deep. So, it worked out, and that's what made it, like, okay, cool, I'm glad. And, sure, I was like, if you want to keep smashing him, that is is on y'all. Like, that's got nothing to do with Alex, and I'm not about to sit here and, and fight or lose a good friend, or even a potential good friend, over a boy that I guarantee this time next year, neither one of us are gonna be fucking. So I'm not. I'm just not into that. I, I think fighting over boys is really juvenile. However, if it's a man that like I've gotten something established with, and the perception is public, and folks should know better about approaching this man, oh, I'm going fist to cuffs. And oh no, you gonna have to fight me. I'm fighting you and him. 
He's not going nowhere, but he's going to get his ass whooped, too, off GP. I have to. Listen, I mean, we call it, like, listen, me and my homies have a rule. Never fight over pussy. Like, because it's, like, for similar reasons to what you say, like, these, like, a lot of people in this life are temporary. And a lot of people in this life are for everybody. Bro, these men are for everybody, especially the men that you, like, Cincinnati men are for everybody. They really are. And it's, there's, I'm not going to say all of them, but a good amount of y'all have no, y'all out here moving how you want to move. And I can only pray that you're doing it without the guys or without some woman under the understanding that it's just you and her out here. If you're single and moving how you want to move and you're using, you know, protecting yourself and protecting the people you've got involved in your situations, Cool. I have no qualms against that. It's y'all that are literally lying about your situations in order to have these multitudes of women. That's where you lose me at. And if a man right now was just like, Alex, I'm feeling you. I want to take you out. I'm and I'm pretty, so at some point in time during that day, I'm going to make it clear what I'm on. I am actively like, I'm not actively dating, but you not, I'm not into commitment right now. You not the franchise player B. I'm not. And you aren't, and I'm not, I am literally like, listen, let me be your thotty pippin. I'm right here. It, Give it, Jordan all that glory. It, I don't need it. Because, again, it's like, one of my favorite things to tell people, and it's honest, is like, I don't know you well enough to lie to you. I, like, you, you, like, I have no reason to lie to you because if, you, if I tell you the truth and you move around, I have not built anything with you to care that you move around. And that's that part. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't, now, now the, the difference between me and you is I communicate, but I'm not, I'm not the type to just volunteer information mm-hmm. for, for, for no reason. So, I need you, I need, like, I'm not the type, you're going to know that, like, hey, I'm not your, I'm not your boyfriend, you're not my girlfriend, you are free to do whatever, and I'm not the type of person to ask you, who, who, what are you, what are you doing when you're not around me? Our time together is our time together, and our time apart is our time apart. So I'm not the type And of- I'm big about my privacy. Like, I, when I say a lot of my social media is the highlight reel, we've discussed that too. It's a highlight reel. What I'm talking about with you right now, probably as intimate as I'm willing to get in public. But, you know, but you know me. Like, we're actual friends. Yeah. So if my friends, my circles, the people that have been in my home have met my child. Now, if you've met Braylon, you know my ass very well. Because, yeah, I do hide my kid from the world. You guys aren't owed him. No, I've known people for years who've never met my child. You don't deserve him. No. Braylon is cool where he's at and understood that he's very well taken care of. Okay? So... A lot of y'all niggas don't drink water or mind your business. Exactly. And ain't none of y'all... At the same folks that were asking me about Braylon on Sunday are the same folks who do not pay for as much money as I pay for for school, haircuts, shoes, to be a parent in general. So... I really just feel like y'all should probably like mind your P's and Q's because I, you don't want me to not mind mine. A lot of y'all baby mamas are not hard to find. Um, Listen, yeah, a but, lot of y'all, a lot of y'all motherfuckers out here posting, see, see, posting MCMs and Woman Crush Wednesdays, but you've been in, you've been in my DMs, you've been in my friends' DMs, you've been in our inboxes. That's cool. And it's like it's cool, but like. Don't have beloved out here looking dummy. Like I feel like that's one of the things. Like again, don't have nobody out here looking stupid. Move how you want to move, and you know what? It's not on me to f- decide what y'all arrangement is. 
But don't have nobody out here looking stupid. I be feeling bad when I see certain people post this loving ass caption, like, and I know the other person, and I'm like, this motherfucker just cheated on you yesterday. Did you see that meme? It was like, but that's none of my business. That's none of my business. That's none of my business. <laughs> Stupid. It was a meme talking about, have you ever seen somebody post something so lovey, lovey, seen a couple post something so lovey-dovey and you fucking one of them? <laughs> oh, man. The hoe in me was tickled. <laughs> oh, I cackled. A good it, belly laugh. Man, the worst thing that's ever happened is like where I'm in the middle of fucking somebody. And and they had a was like, all right, look at, you know, you get you getting the mold. It's like, all right, don't like don't leave no marks. I don't want my boyfriend to see. I had to like, oh shit, fuck, like. Well, mm, 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 you right, mm, you right as fuck. You you real right. You right as hell. So the, is the is the jury still out? Can women share friend? I mean, share men. Listen, everybody can share everybody. Everybody I, for everybody is that er, what you saying? Everybody for everybody. Listen, <laughs> I, equality, equality, um, equality is everything. It, it, everybody, listen, as long as you protecting yourself. Everybody for, everybody for everybody until you decide you want to put the franchise tag on somebody. Mm. It's canceled. Anyway, you made up a word, and I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around it. I tried to Urban Dictionary it. I tried to do my Googles. Calvin, I don't get it. Okay. What the fuck is a pick-me man? Oh, pick-me man is very simple. All right, look. So we all understand what a pick-me woman is, right? Yes. So... There are pick me men as well, and the pick and the pick me man and the pick me man is is someone who like goes out of their way to subjugate themselves in order to garner female attention and or, or female admiration. So it's one of those things where like let me let me pull up some like you know so so the pick me man is one of those things where it's like oh. Y'all niggas ain't doing a real man would just go and, and a real man would do this outlandish outlandish thing like that doesn't really make sense like oh you, you niggas out here liking pics and shit you niggas out here, like a real man would delete his Instagram like stupid shit a real a real man is a, a pick me is kind of like a sup where that nigga just will <laughs> subjugate himself and lower himself intentionally to try to gain the attention of a woman or or, or when a woman start, starts going on a rant of how like you know she's so done with these niggas she's so done and then he comes in with the, with the, with the cape on like like you know what I'm saying baby I would never treat you like that that's a pick me man a pick me man is very much similar to a simp where that and where like just like a pick me woman be like oh y'all y'all hoes ain't doing this, that, and the third for your nigga. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what a pick-me man does. He just flipped the script. So, I think that's just a simp. I, I don't. And the reason why I think pick-me men isn't a thing is because pick-me women, their ideologies are rooted in internalized misogyny. So, pick-me men are only just a perpetuation of patriarchy and those misogynistic feelings. So, you do have men that are talking about like what they like going above and beyond to show their woman or and I hate that term but like to show the, queen. their <laughs> to show <laughs> relax they, they, oh my queen my, my love like they never call they never call they chick just a chick it's always some some extra ass nickname I, you know what actually I have one man one man in my whole life and like we're still very much so cool to this day but like he calls me Nubian, and 
it's it's corny when you say it like when if I say it to you, but when he calls me Nubian, I'm like, okay, it's kind of cute coming from you, but I get why he says it. So, and he like low key thinks I'm not shit anyway. So I guess it's cool coming from him. But the reason why I think pick me men that thing doesn't exist is because pick me women's again they're rooted in misogyny internalized misogyny. So pick me women for those that don't know, it's according to Urban Dictionary, a pick me woman who is a woman who wants the attention of the opposite sex or same sex, typically male attention, so badly that she'll throw her fellow woman under the bus. Internalized misogyny at its finest. Usually starts with her sentence with, I'm not like other girls. So you have a woman who could be like living her best life. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. And literally living life on the terms that makes her her Mm -hmm. you know she's not after she's not thinking about male gaze she's not thinking about this attention with her actions in mind and then you'll have some pick me woman like i don't drink or smoke or have sex with a lot of people you know i cook my man food every night i wash his dirty drawers i bathe his kids i'm this i'm that you females could never it was almost like sierra's level up comment like that was some pick me shit okay so i mean to cut you off but like so a couple things one the, the the y'all switch up on Sierra so goddamn much. First of all, I've never been to Sierra Cricket or Stan or whatever her fans are called. <laughs> she has she has them. Um, all three of them. <laughs> like her, um, her 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 and Lamp Post. Listen, um, because so it was a couple different things. So like obviously, the timeline loves discussing Sierra and Future and Russell Wilson and that whole dichotomy of. So in everything, go but ahead, because I'm okay. And so, and so, I've seen a plenty, plenty of women where it's like, like, sis, tell us a prayer, tell us a prayer you prayed to get your Russell Wilson, like, you know, all like, you know, all of this stuff, right? And then if she goes and makes that whole like, in in order to, um, in order to get a husband, you got to act like a wife first. So that first that comment that kind of set everybody off. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like, and it, it was something like that. Pissed. It and at the time I was definitely married when she said that shit. And I too am a baby mama and know the child that I have is not the one that I have my husband. So I understand the dynamic between the two different my son's father and my ex husband at this point are two totally different men. Mm-hmm. And the the type of father that my ex husband was to Braylon is different than the father he actually had. But at the same time, Sierra her comment about it was you must change and adjust who you are in order to have this situation and it wasn't just like when you become a wife you make different sacrifices because your lifestyle has changed that's one thing because I think we all did that I know I did so it's another thing when you are actively changing who you are what you're about what you do how you walk talk and act for male attention and what pisses pick me's what pisses pick me women off about me, women like myself so much is that we're not doing half that shit and we're getting all the male attention you think you deserve. I'm not doing half that shit, especially not like the whole you have to have wife behavior before you can become a wife. No, you don't. My husband met me. I was dating four other men when my husband met me. I was doing what I wanted to do. I lived my life on my terms. And if he wanted to invest into me, he was going to do that regardless if I dropped all my hoes or not. If he deemed me worthy, quote unquote, to be his wife or or to be a suitable mate or a suitable stepmother, he was going to make me that woman anyway. 
And I think it's this this thought that you have to do all of that to be to for the potential to be that. And then on the flip side of that, you have men that don't check for women like me in the world because they know that I'm a little baby who's not going to listen. You cannot do that to me. And it's very much so I, I do consider it a form of manipulation and low key abusive. You expect me to be somebody to make a commitment to you without actually having said commitment in order for you to set an expectation because they also men also have to realize that with setting your expectation becomes you come responsible. I have this woman who's down going to do X, Y, and Z for me because I told her to. I have to uphold my end of said agreement or said bargain. And y'all not doing that. But you expect me to be docile dolly sitting at home waiting for a man who's not even my man. I'm not doing that. I'm going outside. That's what a drug dealer is at anyway. Yeah, I like drug dealers today. They start getting you getting shot up and drop. I start having. But I mean, anyway, anyway, if you get jammed up, don't mention fake names. So that's just my whole thing about pick me women. Girl, it's hot outside, and ain't no. How are you gonna find your husband sitting inside the house, girl? Take the bonnet off. I've told, I've told man, I told a couple of my friends that because it was like, like, like. Beloved, do you expect your dream man to break in your house? Because you don't go outside. You, you don't, don't go do outside. Shit. You don't do shit, but you steady complaining as far as like being single or. But like, baby, like he not gonna put he not gonna pull up like the Kool Aid Man, kick down, kick down the wall. Hey, hey, hey! Like, you know what he not, not gonna happen. That. And so, but for me, so, but, but the difference is the pick me man is also rooted in that same. I want my woman in the house cooking dinner and you know focusing on herself and bettering herself. Not even, not even that. It's more so like it's more so. It's like they feel because they are willing to do these X, Y, and Z things that they are entitled to better women than someone like me, who I'm like, I'll be nice to you, but I'm not going to subjugate myself to anyone because at the end of the day, like we're coming to each other. If I if we find each other suitable to move forward in the thing, we're going to respect each other's opinions. We're going to respect each other. We're going to have, we're going to work together. Not not necessarily saying everything is a 50-50 split because every single category isn't, but we're going to work together on some shit. I'm, I'm never going to subjugate myself like, you know, comment, like, what do you need, queen? Like, no. There's like, another part of that. Like, to an extent, and I, I get why Pick Me Women do what they do. I get it. Because to an extent, I too was once a pick-me woman. I too thought that I had to shape-shift and create an identity that I didn't even relate to in order to have male companionship or have a partner or, 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 you know, female companionship for that matter. I thought I had to be a certain type of woman in order to have certain type of women around me and in order to have certain type of friends. And then I did, it was isolating. Yeah, it was. It's super, like... I don't have anybody around me I can relate to because I'm so busy trying to make sure that I look perfect in said gaze. And then I'm worried about my public perception. I realize that y'all are going to talk shit about Alex to the day I die. Can we, can we, can we touch on this? Let's, let's go, Saint. Because, like, first and foremost, again, y'all don't drink enough water and y'all don't mind your fucking business. First and foremost. Come at they next, cow. The reason why is because <laughs> a nigga like me, I I am very private in how I move. Because it's not none of y'all fucking business 
how I move. The only people's business is the people that it affects. And, and in my perfect world, y'all don't even going to know who the people it affects. I think a lot of times people do a little bit too much because they're afraid of what somebody's going to think or say or act. And even the people that say they don't care about what people think or say and act, I, to an extent, what somebody has to say about you, depending upon who said person is, does affect your day. It does affect you to an at some point. Yeah. So. There's, it's brand management. I understand, like, your, your brand is everything. And, and like. But mm, the spec, it's one thing to allow people to speculate. Because I, we, we too speculate. Yes. We set up on this podcast and speculate. Facts. We talk cash shit. And it's all speculation. It's all my opinion. And I'm very, you put it out into the world. I'm allowed to have a, an opinion about it and vice versa. So if I put out on the, my social media page that all you see me doing is drinking and twerking, I look like oh, that's all I do all day is drink and twerk. The occasional work selfie, but just to remind y'all niggas I have a job. Too. You know what I'm saying? Like with a badge and all that, like inside the building. You know the but. So people are gonna think that Alex doesn't have any business or adventures or or aspirations outside of the kick it or the turn up. And if that's what you choose to believe, that's fine. And I think that's the part that you have to get to is letting being okay with letting people think what they want about you. But what you choose to believe is not gonna affect what I actually do. And that part. Because for me, it's like, and, and I used to be that person who was super cognizant as far as, like, what people were saying about me and what people thought about me and, like, how I could, like, portray what I wanted and, like, craft this kind of thing. But that got so, it got so tiring and because it, it, it's exhausting. It's like, it, it's like you're in a play 24 hours a day where you got to pretend, not even pretend, but it's like, Cause it all it was all like parts of me, mm-hmm. but I had to re- kind of remind myself oh, I can't show this around this person because they don't know they they don't know that part of me yet. Oh, I gotta tuck this in around this person because they mm-hmm. don't know that part of me. I, and it see, that was the part that I had to learn because I'm allowed to be transparent. I'm allowed to be Alex. I do not surround myself with people I cannot trust. I stop if I felt like when I'm around you, I gotta watch what I say and watch how I move and watch how I act. I stop putting myself around you. I believe in eliminating vulnerabilities from the outside before they become on the inside. And then I have to stop being who I authentically am because of who's around me. I'm careful. But if I can't say a motherfucker because you're going to, you know what I mean? Your toes are going to curl when I say it or you're going to be uptight. You can't be around me because a motherfucker's going to drop all the motherfucking time. So, you know, or if I'm talking about my personal life and I realize that you like to talk too much. Mm, mm, I'm you can't be around me child listen and and that is that part it's more for like because I understand like code switching we all if you're black in America you code switch all, all day you know what I mean I get that I, you know what I'm saying it's, it's become second nature but what I don't like and what I have no tolerance for is I tell you something you tell somebody else something and now my business. And now my business mm-hmm. is in the streets with people who have no business having my business in the streets. And and, and then and, and truth be told, if you if you a motherfucker who always comes back to me like yo they saying X Y and Z about you, I don't trust you either. Because yep. don't tell me what niggas say about me. Tell me why they feel comfortable telling you. Yep, that lets me know that you didn't drag some information back. And, and that I just, you probably that you probably piled on like man I don't know about that nigga man you right and then you came back running to me like hey thinking that you looking loyal and you don't and the crazy thing is I'd be like really damn that's crazy and that'll be the last conversation you and I ever have and I've done that too I've done that to some girlfriends I fuck with you it's just not 
I can never fuck with you at the capacity that I did. Because and, you don't know how to hold fucking water. And that is the gift of goodbye. Mm. So, last week we had some visitors. We did. And they came to pony with us. Pulled up, pulled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, update, update. Update, update. Uh, one of the visitors in particular, your girl's gotten a little cozy with. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I peep, peep you know, the interactions. Yeah, like, you know, right. he, he's flirting, I flirt back. You know, cat, simple, simple enough. Simple cat and mouse. Just a little bit. Just, just enough so that you know that I'm interested so that you can stop being coy. Because if you act too shy around me, I'm going to get turned off and I'm probably going to be like, okay, never mind. Um, so after we left the hookah bar with you guys last week, um, he wanted to go back to the casino. And I'm like, this is a fucking Monday. <laughs> That's um, why I had to leave. And they, bro, they was like, y'all not come with us? I'm like, no. No, nigga. going to work. So we spent more time at the casino just talking. Like, just, just talking. And he's a blasty blast. Um, and actually, I'll be flying out to Atlanta in two weeks to go pay him a visit. Okay, all right. So, yeah. All right, okay. Ain't nothing wrong with Atlanta. Ain't nothing wrong with a little Atlanta trip. You just got to remember, you just got to put Atlanta. You can't leave no neighborhoods in, no. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. Atlanta. <laughs> you, 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 you getting on a flight, and you post you coming back home. Yep. Atlanta, right in right down. You know, you might get a picture at the Galleria. <laughs> you might get mad a picture. touristy spots. Mad touristy spots. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. He's pretty dope. Um, he's actually really dope. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. He's like he understands like what I'm on. He's like, yeah, just fly out for the weekend. We'll have a ball. And I have family. Of course, y'all know I got family in Atlanta. So uh, maybe that trip we spent with him, maybe we won't. Maybe I just got a free trip to go see my family again. Who knows? Y'all know your girl's finesseful. As the world turns. Um, I mean, for me, I think a lot of what I got going on right now is because this, this is a season of trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, getting a new promotion at a job. Congrats. Where I, I ain't even tell a lot of people because, again, I, at this point, I don't... I don't trump in my successes because I don't trump in my failures. I'm right. just going to let you... Like, nigga, I'm moving how I'm moving. If you in the circle, you in the circle. If you, you not, get it, you, you not. get it. Um, but, hey, congrats. More money, more problems. Let's go. Big facts. Um, but so, so promotion, like, you know, the things that we're trying to do with this, with this here podcast, um, you know, in Sidebar, if you have an event to promote, come hide at me. We'll discuss some numbers. You, you know, we'll get a promoter right here live and direct okay. on this show. You know what I'm saying? Come burr, out burr, burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs> and Listen, and, 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 and these efforts will be purchasing the soundboard so I can start doing the drops and the and the, and the gunshots and all <laughs> all the ignorant shit that y'all like on these your podcasts. <laughs> you know when Bandcamp can drop a record? <laughs> like, we need that soundboard. <laughs> First and foremost, Bandcamp will take eight minutes to drop a record. If he's feeling himself, <laughs> he'll run it back. He'll do his own introduction. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm missing, you know, it's missing, the official it's DJ for <laughs> da 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 Official DJ da 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 That nigga like eight contracts and he used up every single one of the things. <laughs> like, the official DJ for e Faces. The official DJ for Style. official DJ for Mario. And then you like, I fuck with you, man. Kept shopping, you doing all sorts, but nigga, I just wanted to hear my feelings. Okay, <laughs> that's my dog. Man. That's my. <laughs> Get the Snapchats out. <laughs> <laughs> Be running the back like funk flexing the same day. Um, 
And flexing and turning up. What a job. What a career. But listen. So, yeah. So if but, you got any bit going on, let Kyle know. He going to let y'all know what time it is. And I guarantee your event will do numbers. Listen, we gonna make this, we gonna make some shit shake. You know what I'm saying? We trying to make some shit shake with this podcast here. Trust, trust and believe. Like I hear, I hear, I hear the feedback that y'all giving us. You know, we working on everything. Yes. We working on everything. Can we touch on that? Uh, we can. We might have to edit it out. We can. That's fine. So uh, the feedback I got um, last week was much appreciated. Um, I didn't realize y'all actually fuck with me. <laughs> Um, y'all kind of like me. It's, it still amazes me that there's a sizable portion of people that, like, will, will, will sign up to and listen to me talk about shit for an hour plus every week. You know, and I was just like, wow, okay. And then I had, I got some adverse comments, which is natural because I'm opinionated and people hate it. But, um, the comments that I got in regards to understanding like, the anatomy of breakups and understanding, like, when you go through some shit, like, this, it's relatable. Like, why do y'all think records about heartbreak sell so much? Sam Smith album, Sam Smith put out an album that's, like, the breakup album of the year. What? And I sat in my car and cried like a goddamn hoe. I sure did. But, um, yeah, so there's nothing more, but like Calvin, you told me many times in the past, there's nothing more relatable than being yourself. And telling your story, and yeah, it was dope. Yeah, people gonna people gonna fuck with it regardless. Uh, it took me a little. While, it's it's still taking me a little while, because certain people, you know, will come in and tell you what you tell you what you said, right? But I'm like, I know what I said. I said it, but they interpret what I say in a completely different thing than like. Yeah, that's not what I said. And so it's still taking me a little bit of time to kind of like understand that and kind of understand that, like, again, if you put something out in the universe, people will have an opinion on it. It took me a little while to be like, to, fuck y'all. To, to get to get out of the who the fuck are you, who the fuck do you think you are, and just understand that like, some criticism is constructive, some criticism isn't, and I understand which is which, and we can and we can leave that where it is. But again, again, I thank everyone for you know who takes time out of their day or week to listen to a young black kid from 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 five one three speak his mind on some shit, man. So I appreciate it. From two zero three to the five one three. Y'all know what time it is. I appreciate y'all. Um, so yeah. All right. What what else we got? What else we got on the docket? Let me see what we got. We got, we got one more topic because you know when uh, we posted that like hour and a half in the episode, somebody called it a Game of Thrones episode. I fucking died. Uh- <laughs> oh, you we you wanted. Well, let, let's have, let's end on a, a funny topic for us. If we have some white listeners, it may not be funny for them. Okay. But, but we could talk about the, the, the dangerousness that is white women. Okay. So I think every. I, I'm always going to talk from the perspective of a black woman because, you know, I am that. Uh, I think every black woman in any type of, like, work or specifically a corporate setting has dealt with a white woman who at some point has cried during a meeting or setting that tears coming from you would have been absolutely inappropriate. And I just need, if we have any white listeners, if I have any white friends, I don't think I have any white friends. I have a couple white friends. Um, White friends have decreased year over year. Yeah, because, like, I just, I think they get tired of me talking to them, like, talking bad about, not just them, but, like, the aunties and uncles and your inbred family members who just, you know, they inherently ignorant as fuck. 
inherently racist as hell, and I'm going to gather them because I got time. I've always got time to gather racist. I had, I had, a, bro, I had to gather somebody today because he did the whole, like, I, I'm almost getting dark as you. No, you're not. No, you're not. And that will get you smacked and sent to HR. Stop playing with me. <laughs> I had a little like, yo, don't ever tell me that again. If you try to double back, I was like, see, but if I hit you, I'm in a wrong. Every time. So, to you white women who think that you shedding a couple tears and, and you know, crybabying your way out of a situation that your grown ass is more than capable capable of handling, you simply just don't want to, is going to make you powerful, for lack of better words. I got news for you. They see straight through that shit. You look weak. You look childish as hell you look like a punk you look like you're scared you look like a, a goddamn baby and then for you to take them tears to cry at work number one i just girl there's a lot of restrooms just a lot of stalls go get your shit together because if i sat in a board meeting like this one girl did not too long ago and cried my boss would have demoted me so quick there's no way so I just get tired of that weaponization and that... Can't no one weaponize being a victim like a white woman, boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, and I just, oh, God, oh, God. And, and for me, it's more so, it's like, so I've dated a couple white women in the past. No, no one, I've dated a couple white women when I was younger. You I've dated a couple white boys, and it did, clearly I'm single because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't. But, like, I ain't gonna cut you off, but it's more so, it's like, we even talk about when we try and on this podcast we try not to get too political because there's a billion different political podcasts that you can kind of you know listen to come up with. We wanted to, this to kind of be a respite, but if you notice, all these people who are calling the police on on these people, most of them are white women, and they're like, "Well, I just felt like I felt scared, and I was told if I felt scared, just call the police." Like. Y'all are weaponizing your victimhood. Y'all are weaponizing the fact that you feel like a victim and it's getting people hurt. And also, for me, me and my friends, like, when we, um, we'll, they'll, we'll be talking, they'll point out, like, a, a, a white girl that's, like, walking, like, by herself, looking good, like, who looks good. I'm like, mm-mm, that's, that's a walking rape case. No, I'm good. I'm super straight. Mm-mm. Because it's just at this point where it's like. When that situation turns to be something that's not favorable for you anymore, the first thing that they do is you took advantage or something. It always goes adverse. And that's a big fear of mine, like, because I have black men are very near. As much shit as I talk about black men, I love the fuck out of y'all, which is why I talk so much shit. You only talk shit about the things you're passionate about. So I I love black men, but I just wish that y'all were better, smarter, like just a lot more aware of, like, what she's doing and what she's got going on. And it's, like, I, I remember, like, Ezekiel Elliott, for example. Like, he got suspended six games. And then, like, for, like, you know, violation of the, 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 the policy, right, that they have. And it's, like, verse text messages from Shorty, who was white. Like, like I'm going to ruin this man's life. Like, she yeah. And, like, because she knew... If she, you know what I'm saying, like she, if she, if she started saying he hit me, saying this and that, saying this and the the third happened, that they will believe the 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 small white woman over the big burly black man. Right. And so for me, that's historical. And it it is historical, and that's part of the reason. Because as I've gotten older, 
security means more to me than anything else. Right. And so, a lot of the times, I don't feel secure around white people in general, but especially white women. Because even though patriarchy exists, right? And even though, like, the, the, the pure male, the man-woman dynamic, when you throw race into it, yeah. it, it flips on its head. Yeah, and the pe- most protected class of woman is a white, protected class of person, period, is a white woman. And so that's, and I, and so, like, for me, I don't feel secure. Like, I feel scared because I know if she feels that she's intimidated in any way, shape, or form, I'm fucked. Like, for instance, um, what's that? LeVar Ball was on, what that show was? Which one? He's on, he's on a oh lot of Oh, my them. God, that Fox with... Uh, the, the, the Herd or... Um, no... Fat ass fedora wearing guy. Oh, Jason Woodlock's corny ass. Yeah, with and that white woman, and basically he was like, "Bro, I'm scared of you." And he told her like, because she just started to wet, like in that moment in that. Interaction. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was with uh, old girl. Yeah, and she was like, are you threatening me? She was like, "Bro, I didn't say a thing to you." She just said, "I'm not talking to you." I didn't threaten you. I'm just not talking to you because of this. And he she in that moment understood and was very self aware that. If I continue this interaction with you that I, I just told you I do not want, you're going to create tension. You're going to create a problem that you are the cause of. Man. So him being aware of how white women like to weaponize their power and their abuse and their situation, he used it. And it was and it was genius. And I think it was one of the things I Now... Again, I try not to speak on anybody in like monolithic terms because like no one's a monolith. Even white white women aren't a monolith. Like there there's different and there there are legitimate allies in in all in all the spaces. But I don't see white women checking white women, and I'm, I have to say that I of all the when you talk about accountability, I don't see white women checking white women. I've never seen that a day in my life. Y'all had, for instance, and how I know white women aren't checking white women is because look at this past election. You had Hillary Clinton, who was a devil in herself, and I'm not defending Hillary Clinton. I'm just talking about the, the dynamics of it all, of the demographic, this country's demographic, and then Hillary Clinton. You have, of all the political candidates, she was the most qualified. She had 40 years of political experience, and white women would not vote for another white woman. I, see, I was gonna say another way. Like, they white women don't like white women. They know it's not a checking thing. They don't like each other. Put it like this: like when black when when Obama got you know was running, even if we didn't necessarily agree with everything that he talked about or everything that he was trying to do, black men and black women was like, "Fuck it, we ride it." We have to. We have to. Flat, flat, Listen, flat the uh, fuck out. We, uh, when black people have to rally for each other, are we up and at it? We may not even like it. We may not even like it. That's how we felt about having to vote for Hillary Clinton because it was the lesser of two evils. We voted for Obama the first time simply because he was black. The second time around, we got him in there for the right reasons. I feel like we did. First time, it was like, niggas didn't even know policies. It was like, he... he He's what? His, his last name, Obama. You can't oh. even you can't even pretend that's, take that's not... Take this vote, nigga. Take two. You can't even okay. pretend that's not even a black-ass name. Well, that's a black... And he had a black-ass, beautiful wife and two black-ass kids. Even their dog was black. Okay? I think Biden might have a little bit of black. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't... Biden's definitely knocked off a black woman. He definitely knocked off... He done definitely bounced a cord off a strip of ass or something. <laughs> he done definitely Biden done Biden definitely that. made it rain. Definitely. <laughs> so, they, they know Biden the Follies. They, they know they Biden the Follies. Blue Flame, all that. They like, know him. But, like, but I think, honestly, because it's like, white... Okay. And one thing I always said is, like, yes, patriarchy exists. But oftentimes, women are our own worst enemy because they, it's like, y'all, it's hard to get y'all to all move a certain way, even if that certain way is the right way. Like, if, if women, if women, if, 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 if black women, black, because black women have started to band together. Like, there's, there's, as, as time has grown. Black women have definitely decided, and, and a lot of it isn't about us banding together. A lot of it has to be about the divestment of interests that do not censor black women. And I know I myself have started to do that. If this specific thing does not enhance me personally or other black women specifically and purposefully, I am no longer, I'm, I'm not going to say I don't invest, I'm slower to do so. And specifically with certain black men. I'm very careful about when I say I champion for black men now because I need to make sure the black men that I'm defending is also doing the labor for black women. There are certain black men that cannot get my business in the city because I don't like the way that you treat black women. There are certain entertainers I will not. Chris Brown's in the city right now. He cannot. And I got a free ticket to go. I'm No, thank you. Simply because I don't like the way that you treat black women. And it's deeper than just... You know, he he talks shit or or, you know, the occasional argument or just it, it's rooted in who you think you are. And the, it's also rooted in the fact that you wouldn't be who you are without the support, love, adoration and the constant fight for black women. If it wasn't for us, you'd be not shit. So for you to look at a black woman and not see yourself, I have a problem. I'm always going to fundamentally have a problem with that. So things that don't censor black women we've divested from and we started to reinvest in ourselves. That's why you see more black women entrepreneurs and more black women achieving the, the highest level of education, the high level of office. You see more black women in politics than you ever have. There's a county, I want to say in Florida right now, Florida, Georgia, I saw it somewhere where it's all that entire judicial system is all black women. We are on to something here. And so when they start saying trust black women, trust us. Invest in black women because we got like the uh, the black woman who invested into the Flint, Michigan pipe crisis that black women are like, fuck it. We'll do it ourselves. We can't rely on anybody. Nobody. If we don't invest in us, nobody else is, including black men. And and it's disappointing. It's disheartening. But it's the truth of the matter. So I could either sit here and bitch about it or I can take that energy and invest it into something that actually advances me and us. Because the advancement of black women is the advancement of everybody, and history has proven that. I ain't gonna argue with you. <laughs> That's the first smart shit you said all day. No disrespect. Because <laughs> I think so. For me, and we'll we'll start wrapping this up. Because we talk about we talk about like passion and. Someone, some, and someone hit me, like in jest, but it kind of stuck with me. Like you always argue, you always argue when arguing with a woman, right? Or arguing with a black woman because I don't argue with white women because I don't care. And for me, kind of what you mentioned is like, look, 
I argue, quote unquote. I don't consider it arguing. I consider it debating because I because I, I as long as you respect me as a person and I respect you as a person, we can have differences of opinions all day. Because I know because I come from a single black mother and a right. grandmother, and I've seen the highest of highs as far as like in the lowest of lows in my own family as far as like how black women have treated me and mm-hmm. treated themselves and treated others. And so it's it's not an arguing point to be like, oh, I'm just trying to bicker with, with with women just because. It's me. Usually, nine times out of ten, it's I see some fuck shit and I'm not at the point in my life where I can just see fuck shit and be silent on it. And that's where, like, a lot of my shit comes into play at because a lot of men are. A lot of men are seeing fuck shit and not defending it and not saying anything. And it's not even saying it to us. It's about checking your homeboys. It's about checking them. When you and I could have this conversation and it's preaching to the choir because I already get it. I already see it. It's about taking this conversation that you understand and telling it to your homeboys who don't fucking get it and don't fucking care. And this conversation, and I can only speak for the conversations that I have in my in my private inboxes, right? These com- I know me and my niggas have these conversations, but I also we also came on we also came up on a on a theory. Not we came we we were we were taught and grown up on a theory of of correct and private, and even and even in relationships like correct and private. Don't 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 make somebody look super publicly. Like if it, it, it even goes into my relationships, if my girl, if I'm in a relationship and my girl says nigga two plus two is, is seven, nigga it publicly nigga two plus two is seven nigga like the fuck you mean? And then we get home we gonna be like baby you need a tutor. And that's what like like why you say that dumbass shit? Now why did you say that dumb shit? Now I gotta go back to my homeboys and explain to them you're not a dumbass. And so and so and for me and I get I, I speak for me. I, I've, I've given up speaking for everyone else because I speak for me. We have those conversations in private because we know in private those conversations actually have a chance of doing some shit because you can strip away the bravado. You can strip away the need to defend yourself. You can strip away the need to be right in mm-hmm. private when it's just your niggas like, look, fam, let's let's out. But then I think a lot of people don't, if, if, you, if you don't post it, it doesn't happen. That type, that type of mentality we have as a society, if you don't see it, it doesn't happen. That can't go, that philosophy of like, I, we need to be in front of a live studio audience can't go for this type of shit because, it, because the lessons won't be taught or received as well. And, and that's why, like, shout out to um, Marla Anthony up in Columbus, you know, mm-hmm. very, very, very creating this, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like this empowerment, it's like a, a men's mental health empowerment brunch. It's like, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to pull up because I want to do some shit like that in Cincinnati. Whereas like. Oh we, yeah, I would love to pull up. Where it's like, but it's more so it's like, because, because Stephanie says like, you, you know, if you don't, if you don't, if you want it, build it. Right. And so it was more so it's like, so if you talk about us correcting ourselves or us checking ourselves, or us trying to build each other up. I feel like that has to it has to be done initially in private because that's where you hammer out and you get to gritty ass details. Right. You don't get to gritty ass details. You don't hammer out the d- 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 fuckery. You don't do that shit in public. But at the same time, if you do some off the wall shit in public, the bare minimum 
that you have to do is at least stop the fuck shit. Say, hey, my G, relax. You can get to, like, the deeper meaning of the correction when y'all get home. But my problem is that y'all will see y'all boys treat women foul and won't even stop the foulness, let alone correct the behavior. At least stop the bleeding, stop the trauma, stop this experience or engagement from happening. And not only will you have probably a woman friend for life, because she'll appreciate the fact that you were looking out. I've had more, um, the, how do I say this? The physical assaults that I've encountered and even some of like the, the, the verbal and just the, the fuck shit that I've encountered came from strangers, men who did not know me, had no idea who I was. And I, I hate the fact that there were men who did not, also did not know me around me to not stop it because they also saw the interaction and was clearly made uncomfortable by it and didn't do a goddamn thing about it. It took like somebody knowing me personally, like, bro, you know who she is? Like, chill. That's that's bystander syndrome. And, it's, and I think in bystander syndrome, and, and okay, one of those things where like people act like, I'm not, it's not copying a plea, but it's, it's one of those things where we assign universal shit to certain people. Bystander syndrome is like where you just assume someone else is going to take care of it. Where like where it's like someone getting someone's getting robbed or someone's like some some fuck shit's happening and everyone's looking assuming someone else will take care of that. That's by and and that's one of the things that you as you learn people and as you learn to kind of you have to like kind of not take that off, take that cut that off at the head because that's bystander syndrome. You assume someone else is going to take care of it. And the crazy thing is if it if it is going to be someone else, why is it not you and why are you okay? was allowing somebody else to handle a situation that you know you're fully capable of handling. At least stop the bleeding. So that's my two cents about, well, that's that on that. <laughs> Whole lot of gang shit. Whole lot of gang shit. Um, you got anything coming up this week? Hydration and <laughs> water. Hydration and sleep. <laughs> water and sleep, nigga. I told y'all I meant my PSA. I'm doing low-key shit. Um, right now, I'm getting ready to go pull up at a barbecue. And that's it. And people people been trying to, like, like yeah, like, stop asking me to do shit. Because I'm going to say, yeah. I'm weak. And it's like, because it's like, people have me like, you trying to do tacos and tequila? Or like, hey, you trying to Today do Today is National Tequila Day. National Tequila Day. I hope there's barbecue tacos. And you're trying to do National Tequila, trying to do, bar- you know, I'm like, I'm like, fam, like, you be y- y'all be the niggas telling me like all right, Cal, like it's time to lose some weight, and be the same niggas be asking me to out to eat shit. Like what type of? Mm. Mm, they got vegan options, Cal. <laughs> like you, you can always say no. But who's saying the fuck no? It's summer, and this summer has been one of my favorites so far, like ever. I'm enjoy. I am having a blasty blast this summer. So yeah, um, nothing major for me this week. I think honestly, just sleep and hydration. Um... I might be in North Carolina this weekend. I haven't decided what I'm fin to do. Uh, oh yes, it's, 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 it's a, I got a family reunion on Saturday. It's also it's Music Fest weekend. It is Music Fest weekend. How could we forget? How could we forget? And and and, and the, the the good and bad is this gonna come out this weekend because the good is like people people and maybe I'm, it's my bias and get your white linens together with with the sandals, boy. With, with the, the sandals. sandals. Listen, I can't wait if to you, people watch. If, you if li- I'm here, if you listening and you got an extra sweet ticket, holla at me. Um, because I want to people watch. But like, 
it's the good because like people play Cincinnati a lot. Like y'all ain't got shit to do. It's, we it, got hella shit to it's do. Just, actually. It, it's just no one. It's not. It's not advertised as, as much as it should be. But also, listen, niggas. I live here. I know <laughs> that the same shit that y'all charging X amount of dollars for us was free the weekend prior. Do not fucking play Don't me. Don't play with me. Cause, cause, look, nigga. I, I will have my best life inside this fucking house. Do not play with me. Do Maybe not. I would be hitting all my Frankie Beverly and Maze inside the house. Don't play with me. Because I know and you know that I know. You can charge these out of town niggas however much you feel like you charge these out of town niggas. But when I pull up. You know me personally. Stop playing with me. Nudie. Steven. This one's for you. HD. This one's for you. <laughs> all y'all niggas. Y'all my niggas. J Crack. Don't, don't, don't play, play with me. me. We know what it is. I will pull up to your event and expect the same free-ass entry I would have got every other weekend. You can act new with the niggas with they linen on. Don't play with me. Because you, you know I show love regardless. I, show, I pull up regardless. Don't play with me. And that's that on that. That is that on that, Calvin. You ready to wrap us up? Yeah. yeah follow us on Instagram at ShootYourShotPod. Follow us on Twitter at SYSPodcast. Check us, check us out on Facebook. And communicate with us with the hashtag shoot your shot pie. If you have any questions that you want to highlight us on, email us at shootyourshotpod at gmail.com. Um shout out to Stephanie. Shout she's, out to Steph. She she's she's she she's still she's still around. She, you know, you know, but you know, this type of thing, this podcast thing can get real and nigga, I've had I've had podcasts blocked. So some of them shitty episodes that you that you guys heard and suffered through and suffered like through like real friends. We thank you because nigga podcast block is real. Reaffield. Um, but, but no, shout out to Stephanie. We love you. We and love we you. miss you. We love you. We appreciate you. And um, we out. The Second Shift Production.